And now, it's time for your reality check. And here's the reality coach himself, Mr. Nigel Boo. My name is Nigel Boo, the reality coach, and if you're new to the show, we're here to sort of share with people inspirational stories, we're paying it forward, and we're trying to give people that opportunity to find an alternative way of thinking, feeling, and doing things. Today, we've got somebody in the studio that I'm really excited. If, if you could feel energy, you know, we could really light up the Christmas tree that's actually in the, in the town centre here today, because this guy is so energy, it's, it's unbelievable. But before I come to him... I'm going to come over to the captain in the captain's chair. Good afternoon, sir. How are you? Hello. Yeah, doing great. Thanks. Good. You had a good week? Yeah, it's been a great week. I did my... Um, uh, yesterday, I was the host in duties for Business Buzz Northampton up in Kingsthorpe. Um, wow. So that's the event. I've mentioned a few times on here before, but I've recently become the host of that event. So that was a bit nerve-wracking, actually, because I have to do the announcement bit in the middle. There's like 25 people in the room and stand up and introduce everybody and get them to talk about their business and stuff. So that's quite new to me. But How did it go? Yeah, really good actually. Yeah, a couple of fumbles, and I'll get slicker with time. But it's, I'm sure you will. You know, it was it's it's good. I think it's good to throw yourselves into these things, isn't it? So, just as a quick shout out then for Business Buzz here in Northampton. Yeah, they meet when. Uh, so the next event's on the 21st of December. So it'll be very much Christmas jumpers, I'd imagine, across the the piece. It's up in Kingsthorpe. It's 10 till 12 p.m. during the day. And if you're a business owner or an employee, or you want to, you know, you want more clients, you want to come and meet some great people, then uh, get how, yourselves down. How did they get in touch with you? So uh, best best way to get more details about it's probably to just connect up with me on LinkedIn, Glenn Thomason. Send me a message, and I will send you some details and invite you to the event. Well, there you go. If you or you know somebody that wants to go and sort of network in a really interesting way. Yeah, it's very very informal. informal, I mean, yeah, it's kind of just conversation-based networking. There's none of this. A lot of people get worried with the, you know, getting up, doing 60-second elevator pitch that no one listens to. Yeah. So it's very much, you know, grown-up networking in a room, having conversations, just like we are now, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what we are going to do one of these days. I want to get some of your guys down here, and Mm. then we can really start to do a a business um, reality check. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of people out there now that are thinking about setting up a business, or they started Or they've started it, and they're like, oh, this is way more complicated than I thought, and I've been through that, so I'm definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely share uh, share some wisdom yeah. and things that i've learned along the way yeah i think that's a really good idea Let's yeah we'll it. definitely do that we'll definitely do that okay right. so we're going to move over to josh worrell first and foremost josh welcome to the reality check how are you i'm fine thank you and thank you very much for having me here today excellent excellent that's what i really like to hear now i we met and and i've got to say to to all of our listeners when i first met you um the energy you you are full of beans you know that there is there is not a negative thing about you uh, and and you're almost like you're reminding me of uh, was he Tigger off Pooh Bear the mm. tiger that just oh yeah bounces yeah, 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 yeah. you know but keep like, on going forward that's right absolutely absolutely so w- welcome to the show I wonder whether you could actually just introduce yourself to our listeners and just say a little bit about you really okay great first of all yeah thank you again to be here I'm from Northampton I'm a proud father of four daughters. I'm a proud father of four daughters, very proud, my main priority, and um, I'm from Germany originally. I came to England with 18, and I live in Northampton for the last eight, nine years. Wow. And I enjoy it. You enjoy, okay, so <clears throat> now there's a couple of things about you that, that are, are, are slightly different, because 
when you first came from Germany, you, you came to, to the UK to actually uh, see a part of, of, of your family. Absolutely. You know, um, and, and also to sort of almost restart and say, okay, I want to go to, to, to the UK and, and see what it's about there. And since then, you've just rocketed and you have just succeeded in so many things. You know, you've taken on challenges, you've done different things. What do you feel like to be like you? And I'm literally giving you 30 seconds to sort of say, what's it like just being, having this energy about you? That's a good question. It's exciting to be me. Wow. It's excited and the vigor to succeed and the hunger of life keeps me driving forward. And it doesn't matter what obstacle come and I'm, I keep on going and I find new ways, <laughs> new skills, new abilities. Wow, this is great, isn't mm. it? Josh, you've been in the armed forces. Um, and just tell me a little bit about that armed forces bit. So you, you did a little bit in the, the, the parachute regiment? Yes, I did. And then so, I end up finishing it at the REMI, Royal Electrical Me Mechanical Engineers. So... In regards to the paras, yep. um, you know, I think we all talk about, you know, the parachute regiments and jumping out of aeroplanes. Yep. Taking that leap of faith, that first time that you jumped, what did it feel like? Well, I jumped before at the, I joined the paras. I used to love jumping from planes anyway, and bungee jumping. I do a lot of extreme sports. Well, so, okay, take me back to the times before you'd done all of this and when you started getting into that adrenaline and I'm going to use the word adrenaline okay. junkie yeah. uh, you know because that's what it sounds like you are but what did you feel like when you first started getting into it and the reason that I ask you Josh it's really um, related to a lot of our listeners they are all waiting for something everybody and all of us have got this next level of life to go and a lot of our listeners will be there thinking I don't know if I can or whether I will, whether it will work out. I don't know if I dare, et cetera, et cetera. So part of the radio show is is to sort of pay forward and trying to inspire people say, come on, let's give it a go. So what was it like for you when you very first started getting into this sort of adrenaline thing? Right. That's a good question. The first thing I realized is if you say you can, you can. And if you say you can't, you can't. That's the first thing I learned. The second thing, I didn't put age as a limitation. Even though, let me just tell you a quick story. The way I got into the army, actually, was quite uh, interesting. I was working in Branbury, Branbury, and I was at the life, that, what am I going to do in my life? I'm 43 years old, divorced, yeah? I don't have my kids with me anymore. I need to do something new. So I went to Branbury, and there was like a, um, a day uh, with the army. They were out there recruiting people, so I just asked this lady, ah, if I was young, I would join the army. And then she asked me, how old are you? I said, I'm 42. And then she said, you can join the army. And that was for me like a lifeline. Wow. It was what? It was like the light went on. It's amazing. I can still yeah, join I the army. And I didn't just know that, that either. I, I remembered. Like I remembered when I was eight years old, when my dad left the army. I was on a Friday morning. I was with all my English friends in school. Uh, in school with a British. I lived on a pat. So all all army friends, soldiers, kids were in the same school. But then, the sorry, sorry. Let me just say. So you were in Germany yeah. and you lived on the on the army camp. Yeah, my dad was in the British Army, First Queens. Right. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Um, and then um, Sunday on a Monday morning, I found myself in a German school with all different kids. They were all Germans. And then uh, and then that reminded me. Then now, thirty years later, when I'm forty two. I thought I can take, I can have that chance again. So I managed to, uh, my boy's dream to join the army because my mum never wanted me to join the army afterwards. Wow. So I didn't, but with 42, I found a new lifeline and that was the best that could happen to me at that point. So, and again. And getting to the um, point of the adrenaline rush that comes since a kid. I love skating. I love extreme mm -hmm. sports. Like I, I skate down hills at tremendous speed, like 40 miles an hour. 
Yeah, without kit. <laughs> well, now <laughs> I do. I bet you've broken a few bones in your life. No, I never broke my bones. But really? um, the, the biggest injury is what you're getting out in skating is your wrists and your yeah. hips and your hips. But I'm really good now, so I teach people as well. And yeah, and the army gives a lot of opportunity to to let your fire burn. So the parachute regiment was something where they all told me not to go because I was too old. Mm-hmm. You know, when you go to a selection, you go first to a selection, they say, oh, you're too old, you're 42, you can't do it. But when I done my, 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 my selection, I was top of the class, physically, mentally. And then the, uh, the, the instructor said to me, of course you can join the parachute regiment. So what I did then, I joined, I was the first recruit in full para in rugby. Wow. So I joined as the first person, I just opened up. Wow, wow, wow. And and there is the lesson, and that is why we're paying this forward, is we get to that point, and Glenn, just exactly what you said, I would have automatically said, yeah. without any knowledge, but I would have thought to myself, you're 42, of course, you're a little bit too old to join. And so the lesson for us, guys, is this. Don't ever assume something that can't be done. Yeah, Go self, and ask self-limiting beliefs, isn't it? Self-limiting beliefs. You, you must yeah. get rid of your self-limiting beliefs. Definitely. If you could be in the studio right now, it is amazingly exciting. You've got three people that are really sort of wanting to just throw everything into you. The energy you're bringing <laughs> into this room is amazing, Josh. Thank you very much. Um, so I want to ask you another question because... You came over from Germany at the age of 17, um, and you, you, you've got this bug for, for the adrenaline junkie, which started before then, um, and you've always been trying to, 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 to just better yourself. So in regards to success, because again, part of the radio show that we do, we're trying to get people to, to figure out their, their own levels of authenticity, and, and so what is their natural levels of success? But for you, what would you define success as? Wow, success. Success, Nigel, success is something for everybody, something different. For me Mm -hmm. personally, success is to um, fulfill all my dreams and to do the things I love to do every day. Like the saying goes, if you do the things you love, you never work a day in your life. And this is what I try to do. It's difficult. And success, to be successful, there's a lot of sacrifices to make. A lot of sacrifices. Sometimes they seem selfish. So success is me, first of all, to be good with me and my maker and then and that my kids my kids are like my arrows which I shoot and I want them to be successful so everything I do really Nigel is first of all that my kids are okay and they got all the teaching and all the knowledge that's why I love to teach children I love to see young men young female successful and that's why I sacrificed since I was about 17 when I come to England to find out the questions what makes somebody successful and what makes somebody a failure or not so successful so I've been studying it for a long, long time now, since I've been 18, but I was too young because I didn't have so much failures hit behind me. So to be really know what success is, you have to fail quite a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. And what I did is this, I just made goals. I want to become a builder and I become a master builder. I want to learn trades, I want to do um, public speaking. I joined the Toastmasters Club, became public speaking champion. First time I went to a tournament, actually. I was a natural. And not just that, I went there to learn how to um, effectively communicate to people and bring my message across. Tell me about this <coughs> Nordic skiing, because you became the champion. Yeah, Nordic skiing, is, it, it was funny, because what happened is, I was in the army now, and I, when I was in the remis, my trade was an armorer, like engineering and weapon engineering. So okay. it's not something what I like now, but I love engineering, but it's more about weapons. But what was, um, I was in a shooting team, 
and then there was the, the World Cup, and I, I keep hanging around with the Germans. So uh, my major came to me, and my officer came to me. My officer came to me and asked me, "Why are you with the German?" I said, "I'm German from Germany." He said, "Yeah, really?" I said, "Yes." He said, "If you speak German, then come with us to Germany as a translator, and that way the army sent me to uh, um, to Defense Academy." Ministry of Defense Academy to learn to actually get the qualification for German. This is what I did. So then I was in Germany. Now I keep skating all the time, skating my inline skates. So yeah. he asked asked me, "Do you want to come to Norway? We do um we do operational uh, in Norway, and you can do skiing." So I thought I was doing skiing like downhill skiing, but what I ended up doing it was Nordic skiing. This is like biathlon. You do like twenty miles, thirty miles, and this is where I learned about endurance. I never learned in life what real endurance means. Mm. Means like to go among yourself when you can hear. I, hear in the, I learned in the Paris, but how to know how to carry on when there's no one there. You race and you all, you, all you do is see snow and you're fighting against time. And it's like if I, I if I stop, then I lost. Keep on going, and that's how I learned. I can keep on going when I fail in life. I remember my my battles. Mm, that's wow. a good way to succeed when Absolutely. you so what, what is this so it's like 20 30 minute what run on skis no it's like um you know it's like, like a classic um it's it's more cross country skiing oh, okay. it's biathlon you know when they shoot go up hills yeah. down hills oh, right. and you got classic skating and you got uh, um a freestyle skating two different competition and we, we we're there in norway living like monks in the woods, just snow, and we got every day train twice a day, and just train all the time wow, yeah. for competition. And then we go afterwards, we get qualifiers, and then we go to, um, every year. We go to February, we go to Austria, Austria to um, Dubai in Austria, and we do the army's finals. And this wow. is what second year on I won. The reality check with the reality coach Nigel Booth. Great to have people with such like-minded attitudes and approaches to life in the studio. It, it, it is truly amazing. I just wanted to sort of pick you up on something that you'd said uh, earlier on, is that, you know, you really are interested in, in sort of working with young people, you know, and sort of uh, and trying to ensure that they can be inspired and motivated. Absolutely. What's that about for you? Uh, but this is my, I call it my umbrella goal. This is the goal what goes above all other goals. This is where I've been working for all my life. But see, in life, sometimes you pick up pieces and then it's, you don't know the whole solution of the matter. But now, because they say when you get older, you get more wiser, I actually know exactly why I did what I'm doing and now I can direct my skills better. So um, why young people? Because I think now, this did, because I don't know, I think we got things missing in societies. We got loads of sports clubs, we got loads of gambling places, but we don't have school of thought where young men can come and learn um, knowledge practically. How, to can, how can they can find themselves and then use what they got practically in their day to day lives, it, whatever choices. See, what is, I met a lot of people. My, my brother is a football agent yeah, in Germany, and to him, I met football players. They have so much money. And it's what they do, but I learned why they became so good. The the burning passion, the one goal they had, and they will give everything to, to achieve the goal. I want to help young men, also women, yeah. But it was more mainly for men, but women also, um, to find themselves and 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 find the things they love to do, and they will realize that things come easy. They still need to have challenges, but my passion is young people because the future is young men. Absolutely. And I think that that is what I can give the world. Well, I think, I think also is that um, for young men, 
things have changed. Well, for all of us, man, things have changed. Absolutely. You know, we've gone past those days of mm. where, you know, the man would come home and you'd expect the dinner on the table and, yes. and you know, the, the, the wife or the partner would be doing all. That's completely changed now. And I think that what is happening is that a lot of young men and older generational men are finding it difficult to find a way forward because we've had generation upon generation upon generation of having that very stereotypical what is a man now when mm. we were kids we'd have that man up a man up yes and it's like it's it's no longer appropriate and what we're now looking at doing is enabling young men and young women to actually figure out who it is that they really are and figure out a way of how they can present that. That's right. So, And, and I also believe that you, you've got some opportunities coming up where you're going to be possibly working with some young people over in rugby, I believe. Absolutely, and I'm really excited about that as well because this is what I always want to do. And plus, now I can use all this. See, in life, you, you, you gather information, knowledge. But you know what? White people's got it really hard because they've got so much knowledge in them, but they don't know what to do with it. And yeah, this yeah. is the trap. You see boxers who are so good in their boxing, in their football, but their careers finish so early. And what happens to their life? They, they, they don't know what to do. And, and this is what I've, I, I didn't get into the trap where I didn't know what to do. I realized, oh, this is just another part what I need for later. So now for me, it's more easy. I, I grow up my own children and they'll become like young adults and they're very successful. So if I can do it with my kids, why would I not be doing it with other people's children? After all, all children are my children, in a sense. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I touch everybody's life. That's my way I go. I, I, I find why this person doesn't feel so happy, what makes them more happy. And this is how you have to help people. You have to be interested. And men need to learn to talk. Absolutely. They need to learn how to, uh, to communicate. They've got it hard sometimes to communicate. And that's why it's hard for them to get help or to be helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, th I think it is, it's, it's true to say that, you know, it's, it, I think it's a global thing that, you know, we, we've had this pandemic and, and I think it has had some real good uh, responses. I know it's had some very, very negative, but it really has brought that, th that question into people's heads of, who am I really? Yes. Mm. You know, and it's like, as soon as we've taken away all of the, the materialistic stuff that used to define them, and all of a sudden, they're not going to work, driving the cars with the friends and bum bum because we're all in isolation. And being alone by themselves. Absolutely. Before we go, what I wanted to do is, because obviously the ethos of the reality check uh, as, a, as a show is that we're paying it forward. And mm -hmm. we're sort of trying to, to enable our listeners to get some inspiration, some motivation to say, actually, this is my time. You know, going to the, um, going to the, the armed forces at 43 to 42 and i'll say you know that, that what a, an amazing lesson that is it's mm. like i never thought that could happen and that's going to be the mindset of a lot of our listeners with some of their dreams you know some of their desires some of their real want to go to things and they thought hey, it's too late it's too mm. late so what would you say if if you were sort of talking to you know uh, we've got lots of our listeners they're listening to you now what would you say to them in regards to restarting, kicking in, doing something different, reducing those self-limiting thoughts and beliefs? What advice would you give? Great question. The first advice I would give that we spoke earlier, we have to kind of get rid of our self-limiting beliefs. How do you do that now? How do you get the self-limiting beliefs? Vincent, speak to people. I, I, I speak to my friends. They say, speak to your friends, they know who you are. And that's probably the best answer that will tell you the truth about who you are. And the second thing is really to write things down. Write the things down you love to do. Or write the things down if you had no limitation to achieve those goals. What would you do? 
that's the first thing I do. And then when you got getting a long list and you start realizing afterwards, uh, what is really realistic? See, when I was in a parachute regiment, or next, I knew that one said I couldn't become an officer, but they all called me general, yeah, right. because I walk like one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They used to salute me sometimes. I say, oh, I'm not, I haven't got no rank. But anyway, and it, it's just that. And first of all, to love yourself. I had done a speech once called a, a sting of a scorpion. And what it means is this. Sometimes we are there because we are hurt. We are hurt. And because of the poison. So I asked the audience, I said, how many people know um, how many people have died by the sting of a scorpion? So people would put their hands up. Oh, I, said, I said, do you know that nobody ever died from the sting of a scorpion? It's the poison in your vein. Mm. What kills you. And the poison, what I learned in my life, in, in my own experience, was my divorce. I was so sad, so down and hurt that it became a poison. So I was poisoning other people because of it. But, you know, when you start looking at yourself, you say, oh, you need to get rid of the poison. Once the poison is gone, you become a happier person. And yeah. do like me. Well, I, do, I try to be happy every day. I set my goals. First thing in the morning I would do, make my bed. It, it makes you feel good. You achieve something. Come at the house. It's easy to stay home and don't want to go out. Some people start drinking alcohol very early and drugs. And that is, that is even more difficult. So I, I suggest... Walk in the mornings, go for long walks, start um, con contacting your loved ones, speak to them, the ones you really know love you, ask them what you think I could do now after my long time career and start with little hobbies. Yeah. Start with little things. Yeah, mm. uh, uh, that's, that's great advice. It really, really is. And those self-limiting thoughts. And, you know, we've talked about mental health, haven't we? Yeah, for yeah. so long on the show. And, and, and the real difficulty and the little bit of a dilemma that, that we have with it is that, of course, there is more and more people talking about mental health. And it, it sounds really good. But those initial conversations that we have that we've never had before, they're quite difficult. But, Josh, I want to take this opportunity to thank you so much for coming into Wonderful. the show. And yeah. I would, you know, I would love you to come back and sort I'd of love to do. fill us in with what's going on. I know that you've got things happening uh, that, that you can't say too much about. But hopefully after Friday, you can. Absolutely. So Come back I'm excited. So, guys, thank you for listening today. I hope you've had a great day. Don't forget, if you want to get in touch, you want to become part of the show, drop me an email. It's Nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk and we'll get you involved. But until then, Josh, thank you very much. Thank Glenn, you. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thanks. And we'll see you all next week. Get in touch with The Reality Coach and be part of The Reality Check. Email nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk Thanks for listening. Until next time.